Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here on April 1st, 2015, April 1, 2015, and uh, I was on Facebook last week. You know, I got rid of most of the people who post religious messages, but not everybody, <laughs> not everybody, and I saw a posting that said, God doesn't want you to be happy. That's not what life is about, okay? <laughs> I remembered, like, years ago, I think Ayatollah Khomeini said the same thing. And you know what? I don't agree. Let me say say that violently or vehemently. I don't agree. Recruiters, I want you to know something. God wants you to be happy. And that's what he says in the Bible. Follow my rules and I'll make you happy. Even in the book of Job, all kinds of awful things happen to a very nice guy. And he doesn't say, hey, this is the way it's supposed to be. Life is supposed to be rotten. No, he says, I don't deserve this, God. And God says, yeah, I know, you're right. But sometimes, well, things happen that I can't explain. I just can't explain it to you. And then you know what? God makes him happy. He cures his terrible illness. And his kids died. So he gives him some new kids, and he lost all his cattle, so God gives him new cattle. Yeah, and who can read that and say God doesn't want you to be happy? Tell me that, will you? And look at what recruiters do. Of course, everything has to come back to recruiters. We want people to be happy, too. So we get them new jobs with more pay, and we get companies the people they need, so they're happy, too. But what about those companies that we take people from, eh? Well, are they happy? Maybe not. But it's like God said, some things you just can't explain. But that doesn't mean that God doesn't want you to be or that you're not supposed to be happy, okay? I'll tell you one group of people, though, who don't seem to be made for happiness, and that's the people who listen to this show. No matter what I do... They're never happy. And Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal Show! Man, I'm not happy with that. That's dunk. That was the worst show you've ever done on this show if if you're really not happy with it you will have to issue a written complaint we'll put it in the file let's do it again there, and there's not in the file so you got to do three of them before you can take any action at all anyway so let's do it again suck let's on it again. what <laughs> let's do it again okay our contract stipulates one shout out per week okay, yeah yeah you got a contract you, you never do you want to pay okay. for another one <sighs> okay Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Show! Yay! Thank you! Terrific! Much better. Okay, right. that's better. Can you hear me, Jerry? I'm on a new headset, and I, I just sounds funny to me. But can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. Look, you sound really good. Today, thank you. Our guest today is a guy. I think the first time he was on was in January 2008. His name is Paul De Batignes, and it's B. It's uh, let me spell it: D E B E. T-T-I-G-N-I-E-S, and I checked on uh, Google. There's lots of people in the world with that name. Most of them are in France, okay? Uh, but, we, we. but we know him. We know him as the Minnesota Headhunter. On Twitter, he's M 
N headhunter. Uh, he likes steak, chips, leather jackets, and Dino Washington. As I said, he's been on the show uh, a number of times, going right back to January 2008. Paul DeBatignes, welcome to the show. Oh, is it my turn to talk now? Yeah, it's your turn. Don't don't start complaining right at oh the beginning. Oh my goodness! Okay, it's not like this I got it off. off the bat. Okay. By the way, Jerry, yeah, yes, I could hear you in that pre thing when you said that you heard <laughs> stuff about me. For the record, <laughs> well, it's good thing we didn't talk about you then. Yes, okay. indeed. Now, now, Paul, <laughs> I I posted the song we're going to sing last week already, and you said it was a good song. Are you ready? Oh, we're we're actually going to sing it. Yeah, well, that's what we do on the show, okay? Chewy well, Chewy. Well, Anybody else on on the show know Chewy Chewy by the Ohio Express? Anybody? It's real easy. Okay, Paul. Come along. Paul, Paul, tell me you don't know it, and I'll coach you right through it. It's so easy. I, I took it because it's brainless, okay? No, you actually, ready? I just pulled up the lyrics on Google. I'm ready. Yeah, well, you just say Chewy 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 Chewy. And then you repeat it again, okay? Then I sing the the verse, maybe, and you will do Chewy Chewy again, okay? So we'll go one, two, three. Chewy 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 Little candy wrapped up so very fine. Come on! Chewy 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 Love you, little Chewy, cause you do it so sweet. We I didn't hear you. Ooh, I love to kiss her, love to hold her, love to miss her, love to scold her, love to love her like I do. Are you with me? Ooey little you. chewy, don't know what you're doing to me, but you're doing to me, <laughs> but I want you to. Okay, Paul, <laughs> thanks for not singing. I I did it for both of us. Look, Paul, Thank you're you. an IT recruiter, Okay. Yes, sir. If you were a box of cereal, what would you be? If I were a box of cereal, what would I be? Uh, yeah, I I gotta I gotta tell I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Lucky Charms. Okay, and that's not a bad answer because but I, yeah, I read an article this very morning about companies that ask people stupid questions like that. I would never ask somebody like that. Do you support mm-hmm. the use of these off the wall questions? That's what I want to know. No, I I'm a big fan of just having conversations with folks. You know, I saw there was the uh, somewhere in the in your group over the last week, right? There were there were like what what are people asking and and just like when did we when did we make this so complicated? Like why can't we just talk to people and have normal conversations like normal people do? Yeah. Okay. So uh, anybody want to argue? Who's on the line? There's a lot of people here. Anybody want to say they like those stupid questions? How many? How much fuzz on a tennis ball and stuff like that? <laughs> no. Nobody likes it. Okay. Jerry, no, do you like it? No, nobody likes that. No. no, and sometimes, sometimes Animal, you dig up these absurd blogs and posts and stuff from people who never really had any right to say any of that stuff anyway. So this you is know really what? more of, uh, more of your doing than anybody else. Nobody's saying that stuff. It's you. God You're the one that should knock it off. Stop spreading that crap around. God wants me to be happy, but Jerry doesn't. I, I, you know, I don't have to even argue about that. Those, there's companies, there's big companies like Google that ask those stupid questions, okay? And this was an article by Glassdoor. Apparently they know what's happening. It's not me, Jerry, okay? Go argue with the big guys, not little old me, okay? Paul, are you still with us? I'm with you. Okay, the sex sell. I saw this on Facebook today. By a guy we all know. He says, I run a tech staffing company, and techies are not that popular with the ladies, but they want to be. So my female recruiters have a much higher callback percentage than the guys in my office. Paul, do you agree that sex sells in technical recruiting? Uh, I think that it sells from our staffing firm or search firm perspective. I think sometimes for the IT folks, it can be intimidating, though. What? The answer is yes. Yeah, I think that I – yeah, I mean, but I I attend a lot of tech events. And so when we have uh, women who are there who are recruiters or, you know, business development folks from search firms or consulting firms, 
uh, I think sometimes the guys truly are, they feel awkward. They're, you know, I don't want to stereotype all IT folks this way, but I do think that they can get intimidated at times if there are, if there's a, okay, but, well, a, a woman on, in the Do they call back the more often or are they scared away? I don't know what you're telling me. Uh, I, I think it, I think it was Tim Sackett who said that, right? I think it depends on. See, he's not recruiting IT folks, though. Um, so he for said, him, it's more he like he said he runs a tech staffing company. Tim Sackett, the, he won an award yeah. on the Recruiting Animal Show. Just so you know, I think he's yeah. pretty smart. You know, I think he also does maybe some more engineering positions than maybe the IT folks I'm yeah. used to. Look. Ninety-five percent of IT is guys, so sometimes the women thing can be an intimidating thing for the guys too. Intimidating. Okay, who was that? Who said yes? Somebody, somebody else said something. That was me. Oh, Blake. Yeah. The okay. cannon. You, want, you know what? You I, want to expand? Want to expand on it, or is that just it? Yes. Hey, you know what? I mean, bottom line is, I had uh, I had a client years ago. And we just had the hardest time getting in the door and uh, getting business from them. And our office manager was a gorgeous blonde. Mm, and we took mm, her with mm. we took her with us on one of our sales calls. Why would? And you? after that, our business just expanded. And we went down there one time months later, and the guys asked, "Where is she?" So, I mean, uh-huh. the IT managers, all the call center managers, everybody look forward to the day when we would bring her with us. Isn't that uh-huh. illegal? Uh, Isn't being illegal absolutely not gorgeous the answer, illegal the answer, in business? The answer to Animal's question is yes. Okay. So, well, Proof is in so the pudding. I, wait, wait. I, I want to follow up the question with that, then, though. But was she talented? Did she know what she was talking about? Or, doesn't matter. Or was she Hell just, no. It doesn't matter, matter at all. It's just the fact that she was a blonde and very uh, good looking. And, uh, you know, that, that there alone uh, got us business. Hey, can, can I add here? Because you forgot to say young, too. Yeah, let me just add, I respect all women, regardless of how they present themselves <laughs> physically. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm with Jerry. I'm disappointed with all of hey, you. I, 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 I don't even see that stuff anymore. I don't see color don't or race or beauty. I, I just I, see the person. That's all I'm I see. You, Jerry. Amen, brother. There you go. Hey, Animal, Speaking I want to amend my uh, – hold on. Go I ahead. want to amend my answer. I yeah. think what, what I'm seeing here in Minneapolis is most of the IT search and consulting firms are hiring recent college grads who are women who don't know IT. I think that's what's turning off the IT folks. I don't think it's because they're women. I've, I've met Tim well, they've staff, always first done of that. all. So, I mean, there's entire yeah, but, staffing firms built on this principle. No, no, no. I Tech get that. Systems. First of all, you ever, you ever see all the tech staff. systems recruiters – on LinkedIn? Oh, my God. The guys are 5'10 with blondish brown hair. They can just, like, they're like clones that are yeah. out of the you know, I'm surprised ASU. they don't have, like, a calendar. But your question was, does it work? And I think if you look at the tech systems and those folks, how fast do they wash out compared to, to everyone else? I bet they also wash out faster. The question was, does it work? I think Tim's staff works, works because they're also very smart people because I met them. So I think that's why it's working for Tim. Okay. It works. Okay. I mean, I mean, okay. there's no reason to even deny it. It works. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay, speaking of uh, Jerry in Indiana, Jerry, with this yep. new law, oh, no. if you send out a candidate in Indiana who's gay, could they say, we don't want to hire him? I, I wouldn't send out a gay candidate. Are you kidding me? This is Indiana. We, uh, we do not work with any kind of gay people at all, regardless. <laughs> you know, oh, dude. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's the law. It's the law. Okay. No gays. <sighs> you know, Jerry, you're going to get us taken off the air. I'm asking about the law. I'm not, not going to be. Able oh, to I'm doing is telling you what the law in Indiana is. Animal. Well, it has no nothing to do with the law. So why are we arguing about it? I want to know. Yeah, what no, you the don't law need to read the law. You just watch the news, man. I, I get all my stuff. Uh, you can't. Jerry, have you started to felt the sexual orientation? Have you started I don't want to feedback okay. on that? You know what? I can't hear Jim. Can, can I just get the answer from Jim? I know he's on a lousy no, phone. No, you will. cannot discriminate against somebody based on sexual orientation. It's against the law in Indiana and every state in the union. No, hold but on, thought, man. That's, that's, how, that's not how I understand it. I understand it that we're supposed to. Like we have to now. Are you telling <laughs> no, me no, that that's you're wrong? Mixing up, you're mixing that up. There, there's states like California where you have to engage in the activity 
to prove okay, how much you guys, care. Okay, like I, that was Gosh, a serious Dan, question. Dan, I'm so confused. That was a serious question. Let's move on. We're wrecking the show. Paul, did you want to add anything to no, that? No, you can't discriminate against people in Indiana. Dude, we're not wrecking the show, Animal. It's the topic of the day. Yeah, but you guys, uh, first of all, I can't hear Jim, okay? He should call on a better phone. Secondly... Uh, you guys are talking over him, so I, I, I just can't follow the conversation. Please let me move on. Paul, do you have anything to add to that, or should we go ahead? I, I want nothing to do with that conversation. Okay. No. Paul, let me ask you something else. <laughs> will, will you tolerate not being able to talk to a hiring manager? If you get a, a, a client and they want you to talk to an HR monkey or, or somebody else from a vendor management system, why do they got to be a monkey? To why do they got to be a monkey? Because they're on your back. Okay, get oh, the monkey off right. my back. You know? They're never on your back. I got we it. We love everybody here. Frankly, you can't I even get them on the phone, here. even in HR. Okay. Will you tolerate? Let me ask the question. Will you tolerate not being able to talk to the hiring manager? I'm a monkey. I'm I, I have racist, if you ask me. <laughs> Paul, I uh, oh, look at, I have, look I have not. Look, I'm. I, I just you and me right now. You ready? I have not had a situation in recent years where I didn't have access to the hiring manager. I think a lot of times it's how are we positioning ourselves. Are we just one of the 13 search firms they're working for? Or are we actually some sort of a, uh, a strategy person, someone who's going to help them with their hiring? If you're just going to be one of those folks, then you're going to get stuck with an HR person. If you're strategic, then you can get to the hiring manager. Uh, Alejandro, were you on the line? I am. I can't read what you posted for me. Can you tell me what she said about cereal? She said that you're hilarious, animal. Oh, that, that song made her, made her think okay. of cereal, and she <laughs> was on an interview where she got asked that question, and then immediately you followed up with the question itself. Okay. So it's real. Okay, Jerry? Alejandro is my witness, and he doesn't screw around. He's a straight shooter. Yes, what did she say, Alejandro? <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't asked her yet. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll we'll get, get back more feedback okay. for you. Okay. So, Paul, you know, we've had people on the last couple of weeks. We had that high-powered uh, ASAP, uh, that SAP recruiting uh, guy on. He I like him. Would, good guy. Yeah, he was very good. He said he would not, in under any circumstances, work with a company that didn't give him access to the hiring manager. Then, uh, I think last week, we had Carmel on, and she said it's very common that you don't get access to the hiring manager. That's the way you work these days. Okay. Can I add something in, Animal? I think you said it, Jerry, one of these times. You don't get to work with the hiring manager. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Why Why do people seem oh, to think that the hiring manager... Why do people think that the hiring manager is like this holy grail? Sometimes <laughs> I'll get on the phone with the hiring manager, and he's an absolute dick. Idiot. So what am yeah. I supposed to do yeah, with this Yeah, but if he's jump? the decision maker, you still want to know what you need to do to get the decision made, right? Uh, everything should have been given to you through HR. No, no that, but that, that that's, that's this is a total we hold on. Come on, man. What are you talking about? Come on. Everything's you're, supposed to be given through HR. You're, you're saying that you've never <laughs> run into that? He's I'm cracking not saying up that. I'm, I'm saying I've heard that before. I don't understand okay, Paul, Paul de Batignes. Paul de Batignes. What's your take on that? Look, you want to have as much information as you can. I don't know how I can make. I don't know how I can do my job without having access to the hiring manager because I'm going to assume they're the one with all the information. So I'll work with an HR person. I always do. I always have. I've never had an issue with it. But I need to know from the hiring manager, like, what do you really want versus that job description that you and your HR and maybe your legal team wrote out? I want okay. to know why it is. It's, it, wait, wait, hold and on. It, First person voice, why they didn't like the candidate that I sent. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so, so the HR person communicating that to you, you don't accept that then? Like, you think that that's a lie? No, no, no. Isn't no, it no. really so doing? Isn't it really the key? The, the key is really: Are you getting the information? Rather well, than sure, exactly. you get it from? No, there's you want to, you have to ask look, questions. If they say I didn't like him, you can say why. Mm-hmm. He didn't have this experience. Yes, he did. How do you know that? Those, those are these are. I oh, so you like, argue you know, with them then? First show of the animal ever. Well, what I do is I make sure I'm talking to the hiring manager, and I make sure the HR person's in the loop. Because they don't want to deal with the hiring manager any more than I do, which is why they called me in the first place. 
Now, are you doing this after you've got the okay to work with the company officially through the talent department? Or are you just in no way ever going to talk to any of those bastards, and you're sick of all of it, get me the manager? What about okay, you know, you're boring okay. the hell out of me, Jerry. No, uh, let's move what, on. Hold on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. I can't stand it. Oh, I, I can't see why this bugs you. We're talking about real recruiting stuff here, and it bugs I, you. Let's get, back to the right, cereal, right. let's get back to the cereal box question. Huh? That's modern helpful. Day with modern companies, yeah, Jim, if you're going to talk to us on that phone, you better shout. It's driving me crazy, okay? It's making me think I should talk over him, Animal. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is he going to shout or not? Because I, I don't know. I'm supposed just... to be shouting. We can't hear you, Jim. We can't hear you properly. I know. Maybe you're we should all just. Everyone else you. can hear. Can we lower the tone? Can we lower the tone? Can we just take a minute? Hey, Enel, okay. when you want me back, let me know. But in the meantime, I'm going to finish writing this job description. Okay. Oh no 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 no! Don't go away. Okay. <laughs> Listen, all right. Paul. I'll mute. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Paul. What would you do, okay? You send out some candidates to your client. He's a VP or she's a VP. During the hiring process, the VP takes a new job with another company and calls your candidates to interview there with him at the new company, and he tells one of them that he shouldn't tell you because he doesn't want to pay a fee. Come on. Uh, it, it's going to take all about 30 seconds before that new company of that VP is going to become a source of mine, and that's fine. He cannot well, pay my fee if he doesn't want to. That's some big threat. No. They hire three no. people. You get that's, cheated out of $40,000, let's say, and, look, and you, you say, well, oh, I'm going to recruit you, some of their guys. Big, big scare. You cannot yeah, like, big okay. tough guy. Listen, it's okay if you don't like my answer, but you asked what I would do. Good I would point. call up the VP. I would say, Hold kiss my guy. ass. You can either pay my fee, or I'm going to find I'm going to get it back one way or another. You you have you placed one of my candidates. I want a placement, so maybe I'm going to take one of yours now. Would no, you no, feel, Would you that. feel though that his new company owes you a fee? And let's say that their policy is no, we're not using agencies. Do uh, look that VP is going to have an issue with their HR or legal department. Okay, Why? Heather Bussing. Heather Bussing answered that legal question. You don't have a, a leg to stand on. She's a lawyer, an employment lawyer. They don't have a leg to stand. If they can, see that's why you like have a that. blog and you write, "Hey, people, this guy's a piece of shit. Don't work with him." And then you call the <laughs> CEO and you make a stink, and I guarantee you, you'll get a fee. See, but part of it too, though, is I work in one town, and so, like, you know, it's going to come back sooner or later. It's not like I'm working with some fictitious company in Lexington, Kentucky, who I'm going to have one placement a year with. I'm going to see this guy at some point in the next 90 days. Mm. Okay. I would call the CEO and yell. I would call everybody at the company and yell just to be a dick. Okay. That fee. <laughs> I, I wouldn't no do it just a- totally in the right. How many times are you going to say that? You yell at the people. And you send them an invoice. Okay. But you're not it. in the right, and they never agreed to your you fee, are. and there is no, there's, there's no contract. There's nothing. Doesn't you've matter. Been, you've that been person had. knows what they did, and that company knows what they did, and they will not want to have the pressure. And you can scream and yell, and they will pay you to go away. By the wow. way, I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to scream and yell and call everybody. You don't even have to, to scream and yell. That's right. You just make it very well, clear that you're not going away. Well, but legally, you have no reason to not go away. There is no agreement. So. We, we've had a respected uh, legal opinion on it, and that is that you guys are wrong. Okay, you but may what, not be able to win in court. But what but Jim is saying that then you have to use guerrilla tactics. You get your blog, you write the story, the honest story with names, and then yeah, in addition, pictures. You go buy that yeah. guy's name as Google ad, uh, on a Google ad. Whenever anybody yeah. puts his name. No. Into into Google, they're going to see that story and shame well, you him. You don't do that because once you've done that, you've scorched the earth, and there's no reason. What you do is you and now you're company. a jerk, and now you're going to get sued. Right. What you do though is you have to make it clear that this is unacceptable, and you make sure you call the company, you bother them, and if you do decide to post it, you defend it. You say plenty of assholes, plenty of liars. No one should work with people like this. People respect you for that. You'll get. Are we saying that. that you shouldn't use social media to expose cheats? Only as a last resort. Why? 
Because once you've done it, you can't take it back. So what? They're cheating you. They're they're not going to pay you any money. Look, what, what, what do you want? Do you want to win the battle or do you want to win a war, though? Look, I there's no way I could do that in Minneapolis where I could scorch somebody in town and also not have it blow back on me, too. But he scorched like, you. He he gave you a $50,000 yeah, punch in the no, stomach. But this is what I'm saying to you. I don't, I don't agree with this idea that I have to go scorch something to get what I want. I don't have to do it that oh. way. Okay. Okay, I mean, let's move on. You're going to tell us that you think these geo-checks on Foursquare, like, I'm in uh, Tim Hortons now, uh, I'm in Dunkin' Donuts, I'm at Pizza Pizza, no. you know, uh, no. at such and such See, a corner. Right. You don't think those no, are, you think those are good. You think those are worthwhile, I dismiss your right? premise. No, I dismiss your premise to the question. What your question is, hey, Paul, do you think that when you're checking into a client and you're saying that you guys are interviewing candidates and you're hiring today, is that fruitful? Absolutely. Do I think that I'm at Tim Hortons having a coffee? No, I don't think that is. I just think that the way most recruiters are using it is stupid. But when I'm saying to folks that I'm attending an event, like I'm at the Ruby, I'm at the Ruby.mn event tonight, um, uh, Zipnosis is hiring, come find me, and I'm doing that as a check-in, and, and it's getting tweeted out with the event hashtag. Absolutely a value. Uh huh. Anybody else want to comment? So he, you're, you're saying, agree. you're saying use it almost not at all, okay? But some people, you look at their Twitter stream. You're saying use it strategically. Think about what the hell you're doing, not just you know blabber. Okay. Okay. I mean, I do have I have an occasional check in at Anytime Fitness, or I'm at the the Timberwolves game. I mean, I do that now and again because I'm also just human, but. Uh, no, I, I try to do it with intent. I, I did one the other day where I was meeting with a CEO because he needed help writing an offer letter because he's a small guy, a small sheriff, didn't know what he was doing. I actually got a phone call from a CEO in town saying, hey, do you ever just do some advising on the side? And my answer, of course, was yes. <laughs> and here's my, here's my number. Okay, so thank I you. Just, it's the what you're using it for is what matters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Just you know, to go back, I just want to give the final statement on talking to the hiring manager. Whoever said you can't ask follow-up questions from the HR person is absolutely right. I mean, they don't know. It's not the, they're not a technical person. They can't tell you all kinds of the details of the job. You have to talk to the oh, hiring manager. Oh, come on. Come on. That's absurd. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 distortion wait, wait, wait. factor, animal, though. Animal. Wait a second. Animal. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, hold on a second, Blake. I, I, Blake is one of these HR people that we're talking about. No, Blake's a recruiter. Blake's an internal wait, recruiter why, in corporate America. Blake is the wait, guy wait, wait, that a recruiter is going to work yelling? with. Why are you yelling? Here, here's, for the, here's the I thing. I have to yell. Know. I'm in Indiana. We're pissed off. <laughs> Look, but doesn't, well, hold on. Blake, I, I, have a, I want to hear Blake. No, but I, yeah, there's a so, question here first. There's a question here. Doesn't it depend on the situation and the company, though? I mean, you can't say that you're you're hiring, you're sending contractors out to an engineering firm in Indiana, where you don't have access, where you where you're not there to see people, or is it your web development shop around the corner? I mean, it, these all these it, scenarios. It, it does. So here here's what I would say to that. It and it, it completely depends. I know you guys have said. Um, you know, HR, you keep throwing HR out. But what I would say is that it depends on who your internal contact is. I would yeah. venture to say that I'm probably more technical than the majority of the HR people coming from an IT director and programmer background. So, I mean, I can understand and, and communicate uh, messages from an IT director probably to a recruiter a little bit more than, you know, your uh, you know, HR flunky or uh, you know, junior recruiter that just came out of selling suits at Dillard's. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it's to me that makes it makes sense if you're talking about HR in general. But when you're talking yeah. about my my relationship with Jerry as a uh, you know an agency and working with my company, I mean, Jerry and I can talk. I mean, the relationship that I have with Jerry, I trust him. I'll give him every contact information, everything to every manager within my company because I trust Jerry. And I know what Jerry's going to do and say to these people. And when I build that relationship with individuals, uh, agency recruiters, you know, I'll provide that information to them. But up front, I always have a relationship with any individual that's working on any of our positions that what I provide to them 
is the gospel. There's no need really to talk to any. Blake, I was just going to add that. Many yeah. many times that I've worked with Blake and guys or gals like him, I don't necessarily even want to get to know the manager. Am yep. I wrong? If yeah, I agree. I no. have the info that I've got. No, I'm not. Quality because I'm placing people. The quality of the individual, right? I'm placing I mean, relationships people. matter. Okay, Look, if, I three, wa- if, if I, I have, have three Blake, like if Blake is, if I have, I have three of him at my three clients, that's just, that makes my year, I'm set for the year. Like I don't have okay. to, I would work that all day. Okay. Has anybody I will add, hold on a second. Yeah. I'll add, and specifically in working with Blake, I, Blake, obviously the cat's out of the bag, okay? We've worked together. Yeah. Yeah. Blake has referred me to some of his managers. I could never get these people on the phone. Some of them wouldn't even reply to an email. They're like, hey, please just work work through that with, with Blake. And I uh-huh. did, and we placed people, and that's how it goes. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, know, then I'm not Jerry, working on Jerry, it. Jerry, Blake yeah. made it clear that he's not your average HR flunky, as he said. No, okay, hold on okay. a second. And so hey, I there are a lot of flunkies out there. I make the determination as the agency owner, am I going to work with people like Blake in all of my customers? And, that, and my answer is yes. When I run into a, a numb nut, then I'm, do, I'm done anyway. It, the people who are animal, crying I wish about you were out here in the real, real world I, I really are the do. same okay. ones let who me, don't know okay. have a relationship move with somebody let me move who's on. real. Let me move on. Sorry, Alejandro, I've got to move. Uh, uh, Paul, Paul to Batignes, the MN headhunter. Uh, first of all, let's, let's do the – hold on. Real pronunciation is debettings. Can we get that out of the way? Debettings. <laughs> that's not the real <laughs> pronunciation. Okay? Yeah, that's how you really say is. it. That's how you say <laughs> it. Okay. You can use whatever you want. Okay. Okay. The recruiter – you say that a recruiter's online footprint, his or her yeah. brand – these are her personal brand, I assume, matters more than ever. Why is that, Paul? Okay. Explain it. So, so first of all, Jerry, let me give my whole answer before you jump in. Um, I would suggest <laughs> that uh, there are so – last I counted, there are at least 230 IT search consulting firms here in Minneapolis. Um, if we add That's in all, all the recent hires uh, – we're, look, we're a really large, small town. Um, so if – if, if you and I'm just talking about for IT though, I'm not talking about marketing and PR and anything else. There's a lot of competition. We've got a lot of young folks who have come into the space. Um, most of the IT folks will say that most inquiries that they get suck, and most IT folks will say when they get six in a week, the first thing they do is they go to LinkedIn or they go to Google and they search for the names. And so I do think that the footprint that we have, who we are, what we do, and frankly for those of us who've been around the block a few times. To have that credibility um, sets us apart from the folks who are coming into the space and who are new. Jerry, go ahead. Oh, let me. No, no. I have to ask a question before anybody else comments. Okay. You're saying that your footprint is just LinkedIn? That's not a footprint. No. That's just a profile. No, but it's the first place most folks are going to go to find you. Okay, though, right? so that's I mean, all you're you... talking about. Okay, you got to have a, a, a profile, and they want to work with somebody who's got a lot of experience. Is that what you're saying? I think that if you're a candidate and a bunch of people and a bunch of recruiters called you, how would you figure out who you're going to call back first? You're going to look for them online. Mm -hmm. I would go to LinkedIn, and whoever was the hottest-looking one, I would call back. (laughs) Okay, just let me say something. I'm just saying that that, I was pretending like I was a a computer guy. That wasn't me as the married father of three, happily in love, doing my thing. I was – Nice you know, disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that Kelly Blockdyke, Talent Talks, considers herself an HR person because she said on Twitter in protest, can't lump all HR people together. Some of us do, capital letters, have a clue, animal. Okay. Yep. I thought you were yeah. clear. I, Okay. And I want to say hi to Pauline Rogers in Australia for some reason. She's up in the middle of the night listening to the show. Okay. Right on. Things are okay down there. Um, okay. Is there, Jerry, did you want to rebut what he just said? Or was that it? Anybody else want to co- comment on recruiter brand? Because I have to tell you something. You know, they always say branding is differentiation. And we've had people here who 
you know, our hiring managers or HR people, they've been on the show, and they say, oh, we hate it when, uh, you know, a recruiter calls us and we say, why should we work with you or why should I work with you? And it's just the same old thing. I have to tell you, the recruiters, they're all the same. They're not that much different. Let, There's nothing to differentiate most of you from each other, okay? If, if, so you don't have a recruiting brand. And footprint so, is important. Why are you privatizing your tweets? You, yeah. You've got your Twitter oh, account is uh, protected. No, I no, no. I'm in Headhunter. Hold on. Hold MN. on. I can hold on. I have my my tweets protected because there is a guy in the southern United States who thinks that I should have dropped my entire life to help him find a job in Seattle, Washington. Who then every time I was posting at an event at a hashtag would say Paul sucks. So nice. I blocked the guy. Mm, back to the and so, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, that happens. I think we're past that. I think my attorney helped me get past Paul, that. you know you've made it when that happens, right? Yeah, right? Uh, that, that, okay, I mean, tell every, every event, okay, but I every event I went to. You know, I don't want to hear the life story about your struggle with this guy. Kelly Blockdike, Talent Talks, has replied in a succinct uh, way. She says, we must be able to find tangible evidence of a person's professional credibility online. So that's what that's what she's defending Paul's idea of having a footprint. I thought you meant a footprint like you're here, you're there, you're all over, but that's not what Paul meant. He just means yeah. you have to have a LinkedIn profile. Okay. So good. Good. Uh, I don't think it's just no, but I don't think it's just a LinkedIn profile though. It's. Are you? I, I will tell you that my my argument is this: the reason why IT recruiting works for me in Minneapolis is because I go to events, I'm taking photos there, I'm promoting the thing. Right? Most IT recruiters in our town are not going to events. So even if I sucked, which I don't, but even if I did, I'm the only one there. No one meet. would ever say that, Paul. No, I don't. But you get what I mean, right? Like you are going to try. You are probably going to trust <laughs> someone who you see versus someone who has spammed you six times in a month. Yeah. Okay. So, so speak of picking up on what you just said, how long did it take you to get good as a recruiter? Oh, Lord. Uh, it took me a long time. I actually do think I'm really good now. I don't think – I still learn. I still can do things better. But I don't know, five-plus years, seven years, ten Why? years, the whole first where, decade. Where were you faltering? Where, where were you going wrong that you had to take five years to learn how to do well, it? Just so you know, just so you know, Carmel Jordan, who was on last week, said it took her six months. Okay. Okay, so hold on. Is it that you were a good recruiter or you were a good IT recruiter? If you're saying I was able to like have conversations with folks and be able to show them through a through a process, I did that at an early stage. If your question is how long did it take me to be a good IT recruiter so I could talk to managers and candidates, a really freaking long time. But see also you have to factor in a lot of our success comes from being able to say, oh, I know where this is going. I've seen this before. I've heard yes. that before. Yes. And that yes. isn't going to come to you in six months or in two years. It's five years. It's ten years. You Give know? me an example, Jerry. Give me an example, Jerry. Oh, my God. You got none. Great. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Anybody else want to say something before I move on? Wait Wait. Wait a minute. Yeah, I want to say something. Jerry's Go right. Go ahead. Alejandro. <laughs> of course I'm right. Give Alejandro. me an example. Give you an example of when uh, – I'm going to hang up. Go ahead. Lots of other people have already, but half a dozen. Okay. Look, uh, do you want to talk, Paul, about the Midwest Recruiting Boot Camp, or uh, it's up to you? Yeah. You plug it. So uh, it's not even so much a plug. It's a, you know I wrote that article on ERE a couple of weeks ago, taking a shot at, the, at, at another HR recruiter list, right? Um, Jim Durbin and I, by the way, have spoken about this event I'm working on. I'm trying to find people who were actual practitioners who were talking about recruiting. I'm not trying to demean those on those cool kid lists, right? But it is. I have a theory that at events, at conferences, everyone's talking about these high-level, big things, like what's cool, what's new. I believe that because we've had so many people come into our recruiting space since the recession, that someone just needs to start doing boot camp 101, 301 level training. 
how to do LinkedIn, how to have a phone conversation, how to write an email, like really basic level uh, training, because I think most folks aren't getting it. So sometime in July at a Fortune 500 company to be determined, but I think I'll nail the, uh, the uh, thing this week. We're going to do a day-and-a-half recruiting boot camp and teach people how to recruit. In Minneapolis? In Minneapolis, yes. Okay. Do you know Minneapolis is actually in the Midwest. Uh-huh. Say that again, why, why do you guys keep saying you're in the Midwest? Because you're not. Okay, don't even no, – that's a whole, like, two-hour thing. Because there are some folks here who have been trying to rebrand Minnesota as the capital of North. You are. And actually, no, but look, it, uh, your, if you ask I'm anybody in, the, in my – hold on. I don't care. Are, we are. Hey, if, if, if you ask anybody in Minneapolis, they don't think Indiana or Ohio are in the Midwest. So – you're wrong. Okay. Okay, thanks. Thanks for right, I was just in the sure. Minneapolis airport two days ago. It looked uh-huh. like I was in the north. Okay. I felt, I felt very I northerly. Okay. I knew there was a funk in the energy, and now I know why. Yeah. Okay, so, Paul, Paul, you yep. said you wanted to tell me what it's like when Target lays off 2,000 employees in Minneapolis. Well, not even so much that I know what it's like, but I think that um, – I think that people here you wouldn't you have thought that after the recession that they would have been prepared for a, a layoff at any company now or that every employer is risky so wouldn't most folks have resumes ready have a network ready just in case I mean we've had six significant layoffs here in Minneapolis and the economy here is good but companies have proven right Wall Street stock you know we're going to make sure that we're going to take care of our shareholders before our employees and when are folks finally going to learn that lesson? Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, now, Daryl Disco, Daryl Disco, who's not listening today, although he's a, usually a regular, he said last week on Twitter during the show, if you don't understand the culture of your client, you kind of suck. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would say I agree with like 80% of that. Like I wouldn't say that you suck, but I think it does. I think it's important to he know. He didn't right? say you suck. He said you if kind I, of suck. See, if you're, if I'm, if I have an iOS, if Jerry's an iOS developer, yeah. Not only do I need to know what kind of a company he wants to work for, but like what is Target like? What is HomeSpotter, which is a startup client of mine, right? You have a 10,000 employee company versus a 35. Uh huh. Um, some startup cultures aren't aren't San Francisco startup like like this one group home spotter, we don't have a ping pong table, we don't have foosball, we don't have nerf guns. We did get beanbag chairs last week. That was kinda cool. So you have to figure out though, like where does that developer want to go to work at? Um uh, and, and do they need to be handheld or do are they good with being a a, a cube in a cube farm? I think uh-huh. culture matters a lot more than most recruiters give it credit uh-huh. for. So, but the, here's the thing. I started talking with him about with the disco about it on Facebook and I said, <laughs> Well how do you know what the culture is? He said, for instance, at this company, I was uh, recruiting sales reps. So just by meeting yes. the other sales reps, I could tell what the office was like. So I concluded from that that it's a, a vague, general feeling, the screening for culture. Do you agree with that, or, or do you have a list of things like foosball, ping pong, uh, you know, a, a bunch think, of things? I don't think – well, I don't think you have to have those. I don't think you don't need those things to have culture. I think every company has one. It's just how do you yeah, but, uh, how, how do you, you determine the culture? Because it's obvious to me the disco. He said he says very important to determine culture. He just gets a general feel. And when I asked him to be more specific, he said uh, the salesman manager told him he couldn't pay very much, so he wanted somebody at a more junior level. I don't call that a cultural issue. No. I call that level uh, of experience. He said they're going to be traveling all the time. I don't call that a cultural yeah, issue. I, I call that I a, a travel issue. He sa- and so then he said the sales manager is very outgoing, and he wanted to work with similar personalities. I would call that a, a personality issue. What are we talking about the when we're talking culture about culture? It's so hard to define and explain this because it's an ongoing social process. I want to How know are these from people going to get along? Whatever. Okay, so here's how I do it. Remember now, I recruit IT people, and I live and work in Minneapolis. I go to the client. I go to the company. I hang out for a day or two or three days in a week. So I'm watching, like, what are their meetings like? They'll, let, they'll invite you. They've invited me in. We'll say, hey, if you're going to recruit for us, get to know us. 
So I may not sit in the meeting, but I'm at least seeing, like, what are they like and how do they hang out? Are they all going to lunch together? You know, if they do have Nerf gun wars or whatever, you pay attention to that stuff. But a lot of it is um, how are they supporting each other? How are they talking about what's next? How do they innovate new ideas? I mean, I want to know those things. So, that, again, when I come across Jerry, the IOS. You know how a company do. innovates new ideas? Give me an example. I think part of it, uh, a group the other day, was it was a whole, it was uh, a three-hour whiteboard session. But they literally had, well, remember, now we're talking about a startup, 30 folks. So they could put, when I say they put the whole company in a room, right, we're not talking about Target. They put 30 people in a room, and so they had sales, marketing, they had the interns there too, and said, here are our current feature sets. These are the things that we think we want to get to. What would you do if you were us? So sales said their part, marketing said their part, and the interns got to participate. So mm-hmm. you can use those things to tell Canis, like, look, here at this particular company, when they say your voice matters, no shit. It really actually does. You can use that then as a as a as a. So, a no, just, to okay, so I want to know, uh, we're, Alejandro. I'll get back to you, but I want to know when you're recruiting somebody, how do you bring up the culture issue then and discern if it's a match? I think you just have to ask candidates, "What do you want?" I think we've you asked earlier, like that. So those, you know, how many fuzzies on a tennis ball? I don't like those questions. Mine is simple: What do you want? Like, what are you looking for in a boss? What are you looking for in a team? What are you looking for in a company? What are you looking for in a career path? And you just shut up and take notes. So I don't ask them how many golf balls in a 747. And, of course, it's never the answer is how did you get to the answer. I don't care. It's what do you want to work? Like, are you okay with crazy hours? Are you a 9 to 5, 40-hour-a-week person? And then you can say, because that culture is going to be good for you or not, but I need to know you as a candidate what do you really want. Okay, so let me say something. When you say to the person, what kind of company do you want, right? Jerry, be quiet. No, when you sorry. say, what oh, kind of... I'm fading out. You guys are talking about culture, and that's about... Uh, let me I'm ask him a question, and it'll get over fast, okay? When you say, what kind of company do you want, maybe the guy hasn't articulated it to him to himself. He has a good company. So do you start Do you start filling in the blanks, giving him multiple choices then? Do you want a company that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, give me an example. What would you say if you say, uh, animal, what kind of company do you want? And I say, well, you know, I, I don't know, a good company. Well, what do you say then? If if I'm talking to Jerry and he's my candidate and he's like, I think culture, I don't give a shit about culture, I'll be like, well, okay, but do you want to work at a big company or a small company? Do you want to just sit in a cube in a corner where no one ever talks to you or do you actually want to engage with your coworkers and work on new product features? And then Jerry's going to give me a series of answers. Now I'm going to find out that Jerry's an a-hole, wants to sit in the corner and never be bothered. Um, no, so I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going, going to say I need something closer to home. That's right. what I'm going to well, say. That's not okay, a culture well, issue. Then, that's then, not a culture but there issue. Is a, exactly. People don't talk about culture. It's it's this fake crap that we've come up with here for the most I, part. I just, culture Jerry, is about who's banging who, who owes Jerry, who. It, 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 you're not going to know the culture of a company. Work Jerry, hours, I, that's not culture. You can keep soapboxing, but let me ask you a question. Do you think that your recruiting and my recruiting are different? If you're filling contract sure. roles for 90 uh, no, days... Hold on, hold on. I'm not filling only contract roles. I've got... No, 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 we no, do no, both. But, you, you, but, let me, but roll with me on this, right? You okay. and I would agree, you would agree with me that the way you recruit and maybe the relationships you have are different than the ones that I do. Oh, sure. Right. So for me, culture does matter. For the way that I recruit, it does matter. It's not right or wrong. Right. It doesn't. But I don't think you but, can dismiss it as easily as you do. Yeah, oh, it's let easy me ask for me a to question. dismiss it. Yes, uh, let me good. ask a question. Yes, let good. me ask a question. I want to come back to what you're saying. I don't want to leave things hanging. So, no, but I'm the candidate that I don't care about culture. I need something closer to home. I got to pick okay. up my kids okay, at five fifteen. That's okay. going to happen, so but that doesn't mean it's a hundred percent of the time, Jerry. Well, even if okay, it well, is, though, is it the answer? If Jerry, okay, says, Jerry, that, if Jerry says that, Paul, if Jerry says that to I'm you. I'm trying to give you my answer. I have the answer. Okay, go ahead. It's, go ahead. Okay, Jerry, you, Jerry, these are the three companies I think you should talk to just so you know I'm not working with any of them, but here's a couple of contact names. Let me know how it goes. That's my conversation. No, 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 that's not. No, no. You're trying to No, you're, you're going to do that just because I said I just want a, a place that's closer to home? Hey, no, can well, I look, talk? You're going to blow me off like that? I can't. Here's why. I'm working with four or five groups. I'm not working with 10, 12, or 20 groups. I have retained relationships with four groups. And if you're saying you live on the north side of, of Minneapolis and you want to not come into downtown Minneapolis, 
I've, you've already excluded yourself from the No, I live in downtown. You didn't even ask me where I live. I'm downtown. I, Jerry, I probably already have your resume. And if you say, I want to be closer to home, mm-hmm. I, already have, I already know that you're not going to want to come into the city. I already know that. Hey, hey, let, hey let, let, me, let me. You don't have my resume. Uh, so you, Jerry, okay. let me talk. Jesus. Let me talk. Now you're a couple of Paul, the recruiter, knows what job everybody wants, no, no, no. and he's Jerry, I'm already placed them all there. I, I'm going to come Jerry, to your Are you question. retired, Paul? Hold on. Can you be quiet for a sec, Jerry, please? It's hard first for of me, all, but I will. First of all, Greg Dergarian wants to be noted about notified about the boot camp. Okay, Paul? You sold it to Good. somebody. Uh, It'll okay. be good to see Greg again. Secondly, he agrees with me. You don't know how to say your own name. He says you should be saying Batignies, okay? Batignies, like in French, okay? He, the guy, he's sophisticated. He speaks French, okay? And it's a French he's name. Do. He doesn't like you, you know, saying Lavoie instead of Lavoie or whatever. Okay, look, if you're talking to a candidate like Jerry, uh, you know, somebody who's a bit dull, and you say, uh, what are you looking for? I want something closer to home. But yeah. you realize, wait a sec, you realize that in your mind, culture issues are very important. So how are you going to draw these issues out? Are you going to say, Jerry, you know, do you like a company that where they go for lunch together three times a week and they play foosball and they have a ping pong table. Is that important to you? Will you feed him those choices? Will you supply that information? I am going to ask those questions. If Jerry is, if he, if it's apparent to me, uh, right along. Jerry's a great candidate. He's got a big technical. I just just want something closer to home. And since Paul already has my resume, he's going to, no, no, that, that, that was a dodge. He shouldn't have said that. I want to I know. I couldn't believe it. I was I'm Are you shocked. Be, I'm trying to – I want to answer the question. Can I answer the question? Yeah. Look, if culture isn't important to Jerry and it is important to my – you're only looking at this from one perspective. There are companies who will say, look, we want someone who wants to be here. We want someone who wants to enjoy engaging in conversation. You know, if Jerry this is a really easy conversation. Wait. I don't know why everyone's wrecking my show. You think anyone's going to, going to listen to this where I have to pull all the, the key questions out of people? You think culture is important. Now, here's supposed to be my answer to Paul's question. Uh, Paul, I want a company that really wants me to really want to be there. I want a company that loves me loving it. Do you have anything like that available in downtown? Uh so is this only like? But you actually want to participate, engage with the company, right? You're not just looking for a one-way love, right? You give love back. Uh, you right just there. asked me what I was looking for, and the reason that I took your call was because, yeah, I'm tired of driving all the way to the north side. I'm a downtown guy. Oh, so now you are a downtown guy. Well, in that case, then we. Can I've been downtown. a downtown guy the whole time. You never asked me. Where well, I live. according to your. Yeah, well, you know what? You, you guys are wrecking an easy conversation. We can Animal, actually get way, somewhere. I, yeah, it's an this easy conversation when you write it out and it's fake, Animal. No, I was a real conversation. You know, Jerry, Here's I'm going to mute deal. you for a second, okay? So what? I can ask all these questions. I'm going to mute animal. you so I can Don't get a word out. So mute them because I have a freaking answer. Here's the deal. If he doesn't care about culture, I'm telling you that the four companies that I'm working with right now don't want to talk to him. He may be freaking awesome. He may be able to do iOS backwards in French and keep Greg Dergarian happy. Okay? But, but here's the deal. If he doesn't give a shit about it, my clients aren't going to want to talk to him no matter how good he is. Okay, Paul, the Paul, does Paul matter down. That's Paul, absurd. Jerry, Paul, I love you, but you're wrong. You're wrong. The reality you're, you're is making it seem like the person needs to know all about culture. Let people speak, I'm Jerry. Gonna... You're being obstructionist, buddy. Listen, here's the story. If he knows his client and he knows this is what they're looking for, that's just the, the facts. Now, a lot of times I think okay, what so we're I'll... saying is, is this guy an acceptable human being, and is he going to be able to fit in? A lot of that is culture, right? And you can get into little particulars about, you know, they're very uh, – they make decisions via group. Yeah think or whatever it is but the fact of the matter is if somebody's telling you they're not that and you've got a client who it's important to that's it uh jerry who, by the whoever way, said I, that me the candidate said i'm not into that i'm just saying okay the guy asked me what i was after and i said your i'd like something closer to home jerry the way you're answering these questions makes me believe you don't give a shit about culture so i'm assuming that you know what that's i gotta tell yeah, you again I, I, another another fake ass topic Listen, okay, Paul, can you hear me? I can hear you. Paul, okay. 
I got to I can I can get this. I can if I could have settled this discussion 20 minutes ago. First of all, you believe like Alejandro said, there's always a culture. So even if someone like Jerry says there is no culture, there still is yeah. one. So if you ask him, what do you want? He says I want some place closer to home. That's what he's thinking of, but you realize he actually will fit best into a certain company. He does have a preferred culture. So you're want you're going to want to get that information from someone who really doesn't articulate these cultural ideas to himself. How do you do it? Do you feed him a lot of questions about culture to see what he really likes? My, my, I already gave this answer once. I'm going to try. If he's going to continue to not answer the questions, I am frankly going to move on. I have no, other no, no. iOS okay, developers. Well, let me, I can okay, talk be quiet to. for a sec now. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just say to him, look? This is what they have here. Do you like that? This is they have they like going out together. Do you like that? You know, they make decisions like Alejandro said by groupthink. Do you like that? Why not feed a series of questions to him? I, I said like to that? you, I will. I will do that. At some point mm-hmm. in time if he continues to be vague and not answering, I don't care. I'm going okay. to move on. He's not on. answering because he doesn't think in those terms. Once you articulate it for him, he will be able to answer. So you're willing. The thing I want to get is you're willing to have an extended discussion about all these different features, like how they make decisions, what kind of uh, chairs they have, bean bags or whatever. Do they play? Do they have games in the office? Do they go out to eat with each other? Do you discuss those specific issues with all the candidates? That's what I want to know. I probably don't get to that in depth of a level in the first or second conversation, but by the third or fourth we do. Uh, but it, it is important for me to figure out, like, uh, look, there's a group in town who actually says they want to hire arrogant assholes because they think that they're the best developers. Well, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're going off on a tangent. I'm giving you a fantastic <laughs> example here to brand yourself as a guy who really understands Culture. I, I just. But how many times have I said yes? I'm going to do that. Yeah. Well, what I no no. Though. What I heard you just say is, yeah, maybe on the third or fourth conversation, I'll get into the football. No no no. Uh, no, no. Let no, me no. finish. It sounds like at the beginning you're doing just like Disco says. You're saying culture is no. really important, but you know what? I'm not going to ask a lot of detailed questions. I'm just going to feel for the guy. Look, I've got 40 minutes or so on a phone screen with with Jerry, my iOS developer. I'm not going to probably get to coffee machines, Nerf guns, and 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 foosball tables in the first conversation because there's not enough time because I need to know what he actually also does. Look, I do spend a lot more time with my candidates than I think most recruiters do. If that's where you're going with this, look, uh-huh. I did. I went 32 for 37 on offers last year or yeah, two uh-huh. years ago, uh-huh. and last uh-huh. year I went. 28 for 32. I do spend this time, but it's not. And every candidate calls different, though. Every relationship is different. There's not a script. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm yeah, not you're, one you're of boring them. me now. You're boring me. Okay. But I got an idea. It wasn't a wasted conversation, but I should have. I, I closed Jerry's line, I, and he disappeared. So there's no after show. But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's That's the first time bad. I've ever done it because. He was so persistent in interfering in the conversation, he was wrecking the show. And I get news. I hear from people. They say, hey, can somebody just be quiet while you guys are having a conversation? Does there have to be constant interruption? No. Sometimes interruption is good, but not all the time. The show's over. Is there anything you'd like to say as your last comments? Alejandro first. He was. I cut him off a few times. Alejandro, are you here? Is I'm there something fine. you want to say? I'm fine. No. You're good fine. Guess. Good job. You're fine. Okay. Does anybody else want to say anything before we go? Paul de Batignies. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug? The MN Headhunter. Is there anything you'd like to say? No, yeah. You know, I'm still just trying to find folks who are actually using like social tools online to recruit. So if there is someone in Atlanta, Georgia, who's like me, who's tweeting that they're going to an event, like drop me a note. I want to create an actual a, a list of my own of people so that when I go to a next conference, I can say, watch how these people are doing these things and borrow from them. So if somebody like Jim, if, if Jim Durbin knows people in Dallas, Texas like that, I want to know who those people are. Thank you. Okay. So you want people to tell you what recruiting tools they're using, whether they're cool tools or basic or, tools. No, or I, I want to see examples of them doing it. Like I'm, I'm yeah. attending an event as a four score, or somebody is uh, somebody posts on LinkedIn on a regular basis an event they're attending that they're hiring 
um, that they had a cool conversation with the CEO, like actual. I'll give you an example. That's John. John Rose does that. Okay, I can give it to you after. Yeah. If people want to get yeah. in touch with you, should they email you or get in touch with you on Twitter? What's yeah. the best way? Yeah. Any of those. Send me an email, Paul at mnheadhunter.com, or just tweet at me. I'll find it. Mn tweeting is mnheadhunter.com. You're one of the guys. You haven't been on a long time, but you're one of the guests who've been on the most for the last uh, wow seven years or so. Paul DeBatignes, thanks for coming on! Okay, there's still a lot of people here. Does somebody want to lead a, an after show? You're welcome to have. You guys are welcome to have an after show uh, if you want. I won't interfere. This is actually. I want to stick around for a while and keep talking to people. This is okay. Fun. Well, they're leaving. <laughs> they're leaving. <laughs> you should have. You should have said That's that. So sad. Earlier. You can come back another time. Okay. Uh, any uh, any time you've got some some time to fill, I want to come back. Okay. Right now we're gonna listen to Jeff Beck. Oh! 